my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do I'm not quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The only podcast with the audacity to dig up all of Zach Bagans' skeletons. <laughs> I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm... Oh, I heard that. I, I'm Eric Hoofnagel. <laughs> and you know what? God damn it, that little motherfucker, that little sneak, yeah. tried to hide one from us, and he almost got away with it. Yet another return episode that was pulled from under us... And this time, I think I know why. <laughs> In fact, I definitely know why. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, this one's a little bit more obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you know what, though? It cannot stand. No. It is a historic tome, and we deserve to have access to it. That's right. It belongs in a fucking museum, Zach. It belongs on streaming. And if if I didn't start season six, episode six, you know, return to Virginia City and heard Zach be like, well, we've already been back in uh, season three, I would never have known that this episode existed. But my God, he slipped up. And because of you finding that is why I dug a little bit and found the... Uh, Trans Allegheny all night sleepover episode. <laughs> the three episode long live lockdown Ugh. that led to a massive controversy. Yeah, so stick with us, Wishes and Warlocks, because <laughs> we're going to have to talk about that one of those days. <laughs> we're going back to season three. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we're going back to the past to get up in Zach's ass as we talk about Ghost Adventures season three, episode redacted, mm. the Washoe Club <laughs> and the Collar Mine. The Returnal. Here we are, back at the town where our ghost adventures all began, Virginia City, Nevada. This haunted old mining town was site to gunfights, mine cave-ins, explosions, and other Old West acts of violence. We just found out that paranormal investigators that have recently been coming here have been capturing voices from the spirits here, calling us by our actual names as soon as we heard of this chilling information. We knew it was time to face this place. Once again, you've called us back. Here we are. In the next 24 hours, you better make it known why you've been calling our names. Zach says, yell his name if you want him out of here, and they say, Graw. Oh, yeah. Why don't they like me? And growing up, I just always have had flashbacks of like mining, and if I was reincarnated, I think I was a, a gold miner in my previous life. Maybe I'm back home. Maybe you are. Maybe your mind took my previous life. Maybe you'll stay here. Listen, if you listen to this show and if you watch Ghost Adventures, you know where this is. It's the site of the very first Ghost Adventures, the original documentary. That's right. That's where they got the first full body apparition. Pretty much their best evidence to date was that documentary. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the full body apparition. The brick flying around, mm -hmm. Zach shitting his pants and uh, yelling stop, and him yes. and Nick jumping out of the second story of the uh. gold field, and he doesn't get better than that. Is that you making all the noise? Holy shit! Oh my god! Holy f Stop! Honestly, like we get so many flashbacks and we get to see all the ways the boys have changed. <laughs> we got flashbacks of Zach in his in his skinny legend uh, proto goth twink era. We have Aaron in his like full on neck beard <laughs> gamer boy look. And then we have just Nick. Just Nick. I think Nick's a vampire. 
he really doesn't age. Volvia has produced so much brood for him. She is definitely a vampire. <laughs> How much adrenochrome are they able to harvest from their brood? Oh! <gasps> She's a true vampire, and he's her thrall. Mm-hmm. That's why he hasn't aged, and that's why he has to do her bidding. It all makes sense now. Your lives may be in danger. Why? You've seen things that weren't to be seen. We are back in Virginia City. Their two locations are the Washoe Club, which their first guest, Janice Oberdeen, uh, the Virginia City historian, said was set up as kind of the millionaire's club of this post-California gold rush town where all of the elite of the area who were raking in the money from the mines went to whore it up and party while the miners <laughs> worked 20 hours a day, which is not true, but whatever. Well, yeah, and she also she also explains that basically the hauntings are based on capitalistic resentment. Yeah. They saw the, the big wigs make all the money, and that's probably why they still haunt the place, because they're fucking mad. And I started realizing... Yeah. Does this mean, like, all millennials are going to be ghosts? <laughs> are we going to be the for first fully haunted generation? Yeah, we're we're just going to all just wake up right after, I don't know, the, the bomb drops or, you know, COVID-2 <laughs> happens that mm. really gets us or whatever, whatever kills us all. We're going to wake up and just be like, well, time to haunt the system. Yeah. <laughs> time to find Jeff Bezos and slither up his ass as an orb. Because you know who's going to survive all that bullshit? Is going to be uh -huh. the billionaires in their fucking bunkers. Wet, dark bunkers where we will mm -hmm. fucking haunt the shit out of them. Oh, Elon Musk thinks he's going to uh, survive and just be happy out on his mega yacht on the ocean. Yeah, he's he's protector from the pores who can't get out to them in the middle of the ocean. But that water is going to give us power. No, we will. Mm. We will become ghost pirates. <laughs> Yeah, I am going to slither up his butthole and press his cum button, and he is going to feel very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome to do that, Joel. <laughs> I'm not going up there. I just think this is weird, guys. Well, speaking of cum buttons, uh, Zach is just turgid because the reason this episode was pulled is immediately apparent yes as mark and <sighs> debbie constantino take the stage yep murderer mark and dead debbie oh sweet sweet debbie at first i was like you know i was like jotting down in my notes i'm like what the hell like why would they hide this one and then i saw and i i felt bad yeah. I felt a little bad. I was like, oh, do we really need to be digging, like, this old episode up and, like, pulling up sad shit from the past? But then, like I've said before, we need to be able to see this shit. This is to show how cool Debbie was, what a good yeah. ghost hunter she was. Yeah. And, like, hey, you know, like, you can't, you can't just bury it all just because something bad happens. This is literally her life's work was this. And she is in some ways, in large part, responsible for Zach's and the Ghost Adventures success. Yep. She, her story is integral to the history of Ghost Adventures. So we got to talk about it. <laughs> and the reason that they're there is because Mark and Debbie keep getting EVPs over at the Washoe Club saying that Nick should fucking die. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, this is at first I thought actually maybe there's another reason why Zach doesn't want us to see this episode. Uh-huh. And that is because I believe this episode shows in stark relief that the Gak are not a force for good. No, they are not. It is made explicit in this episode. <laughs> Mark and Debbie start playing all these EVPs and they just keep getting worse where they're like, <laughs> there's, a, there's an EVP that's like, uh, hates Nick, uh, says Nick should go home. And then it's like, Basically just heading down like Nick's a bitch. We hate Nick. Yeah. And then it's like uh, talking about Zach. And then it says, Nick and Zach 
They're coming. I'm scared of them. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is it. Zach, you have been traumatizing ghosts. Exactly. And it's one of our early guests, the couple, Debbie Bender and Thomas Cruise, which sounds like a porn parody actor and actress for like a Top Gun porn. Oh, my God. Porn. I, that's literally what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Debbie Bender and Thomas Cruise, I said sounds like sound like extras in an overproduced porno. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie Bender. I'm a pilot, but I can really work a joystick. <laughs> One thing that they bring in to this conversation is they both start talking about how much the activity has increased and how much more violent it has gotten. Because of Zach Bagans, right? not only because of what they did, but because of how much they popularized, 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 popularized <laughs> ghost hunting. And now everybody goes there to rile up the spirits. Uh-oh, it seems like Zach and the Gak are like a fucking cultural catastrophe. They're like the cane toads of the paranormal universe. They're just yes. ruining the, the fucking environment. Their goals change every episode. First goal is to prove that there are ghosts. Mm -hmm. The second one is to bully the bullies of the afterlife that they assume are there yeah it just usually just means collateral damage where they're just fucking yelling at everyone yeah mostly like mentally ill children ghosts <laughs> and then just blaming a demon but what we're finding out in this is that they're not releasing these ghosts they're not helping the ghosts all they're doing is making these ghosts worse yeah i think that's the real reason that Zach wants to bury this episode. No episode has made it more explicit that what they are doing is harmful to any potential hereafter. Because we've had conversations about this in the past. Whether or not ghosts and spirits can learn. Yeah. And apparently within the context of this show and the reality they're building, the spirit world can retain memories of people now interacting with them yes residual ghosts remain the same don't learn don't change just repeat 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 um yeah. but intelligent ghosts are basically just like sad lost souls that don't need to be fucking yelled at and they remember yes. <laughs> the people they don't like because none of the evps are like yay the gack are back no one is saying man I'm excited to see Nick. No. Zero <laughs> percent of these ghosts want these boys to come oh, back, no. which is funny because Zach is like, well, okay, you called us out. <laughs> you called for us. <laughs> and the EVPs are like, please don't let Zach in again. <laughs> Read the room, Zach. It sounds as though Zach probably approaches the paranormal as though he is getting rejected by a girl and he just looks at his friends and he's like, she's just playing hard to get and just keeps going, just keeps going, just keeps yeah. putting his hand on the wall above her head. Be like, yeah, I like dogs and stuff. I'm not cursed. No, that to us means yes. You said our names. That's all you had to do. Like a bad spirit. We heard our names three times and we came back to ruin <laughs> shit again. Zach is the Candyman slash a bro at a bar who's had too many Red Bull and tequilas. And any amount of acknowledgement of their presence is enough of a reason for that bro to just start swinging. Did you say my name, bro? Did you say my name? <laughs> bro, he, is, bro. he is to ghosts what Beetlejuice is to the living. An absolute fucking <laughs> pest. <laughs> yes. Look at that. Provocation works, does it not? I only do it to the spirits that are bad. Just letting you know that. Right. 
Oh, should we talk about Wilson Donaldson? Yeah. Good old Willie. Please. Willie Donaldson <laughs> is the manager of the bar here in Virginia City as they're going around to try and get more substantial stories of hauntings. Wilson worked 20 years as a correctional officer and as a part-time Crypt Keeper cosplayer. Dude. <laughs> That's so funny because I wrote down he looks like a necromancer. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to I'm going to screenshot and send side by side one of one moment of <laughs> Willie looking at the screen and the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Welcome back, boys and ghouls. <laughs> uh, I wish I was more on my game. I could think of more Crypt Keeper puns. I should have written some down. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> but he he's like, he oh, tells no, some... F- no, no, Eric. Mm, you're going to take a big step into an early grave, Aaron. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> God. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. That was You're that welcome. was much needed. <laughs> Beyond this guy being an ex-cop, uh, bartender, yeah. uh, necromancer, he does mm-hmm. know how to tell a good spooky story. I, I think that's why you hire this gentleman to work your bar in the haunted town. Honestly, I was with rapt attention. Back in the 1800s, the ground would be frozen and they couldn't bury people. The mortuary would be full. They'd embalm bodies and store them back there because it's underground, it stays cool. I remember hearing that. And then when the ground thawed out, they would take them out and bury them. We had a delivery guy from Loose and Sons named Rusty, and he went in, dropped all the beer, ran out to the sidewalk, threw up, and would not come back in here. Realistically, the gentleman, Rusty, the beer delivery man was probably just kicking a few back, got a little bit of heat exhaustion and, and <laughs> barfed all over the place and dropped the beer. When I did hear that, like, a beer delivery man ran out and puked in the street, I was like, mm, probably not ghosts. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've worked at places where people have walked into the job for their morning shift. Oh, looked yeah. at the lights for about five seconds and then turned around and just vomited into the bush outside and just sat on the curb for 20 minutes before coming in. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Been there. What are you doing here? You're partied out, man. Again. And he also says that he has seen matchbooks doing flips across the bar, <laughs> which... Yeah! <laughs> That's fun. It makes me really think that the boys should start leaving tech decks around so the ghosts have something more sick to play with. Sick. That would be fucking so rad. (laughs) If if Rusty's sitting there and like a tech a tech deck does a kickflip up to a grind along a shot glass. Oh my see, this is the kind of shit that's gonna happen when all the millennials have died out and we're all fucking ghosts. (laughs) We're going to do the dopest shit. <laughs> when millennials start dying out, there are going to be so many computers and the haunting is going to be there. People are going to come back into their like the few remaining white collar jobs and we're going to have haunted the computer and changed the desktop background to some incomprehensible meme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll all just haunt the Internet. <laughs> Yeah, we'll still just be posting memes, and then people will be like, where are these memes coming from? I could hear somebody swiping through endless TikToks. (laughs) Our EVP picked up really old references to old TikToks. (laughs) I woke up in a start because I heard berries and cream, berries and cream. (laughs) Oh, man, all those TikTokers who do, like, the NPC shit, too, they're going to be residual ghosts. Oh, for sure. Corn, I want my corn, I want my corn. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, corn. Lim, love it. Yum, lim. (laughs) So tasty. (laughs) That's going to be, yeah, no, that's that's officially going to be the worst future haunting is going to be the residual NPC ghosts. (laughs) Oh, no. Right at this exact moment, I captured an EVP, an electronic voice phenomena, or spirit voice, on my digital recorder. Take your mail. Take it. I'm ready. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. 
We conclude that this is a possible residual haunting, showing no signs of intelligence. We do have an interview with a woman named Alex Atreides. Atreides! 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 She is so not cool enough to have that name. However, <laughs> however, I could not stop imagining her in her puppy shirt and her cargo shorts. Excuse me, she's wearing, they're otters, Eric, they're otters. Baby otter shirt <laughs> and her cargo shorts fucking riding a worm as like the yeah. queen of Arrakis. <laughs> Queen Warlord of Arrakis. <laughs> She's wearing the same outfit, except for instead of otters, it's just three shy haloods just coming out. <laughs> I love that her name's Alex Atreides. I do think it's unfortunate that, that she obviously did forget the litany against fear before coming and investigating. Yeah, if if only Zack had like pulled a needle to her neck and just been like, <laughs> continue the story. Show no fear. Uh, Alex, do you feel something on your neck? It's the Gomjabar. Okay. <laughs> and her story is so lame. Well, that's the thing. She she obviously forgot that fear is the little death that brings total <laughs> obliteration. Because her story is that a very fancy imported medium from jolly old England came and told her during a seance that there was a presence of a murderer who just loved a murder. It's such a nothing story. I do love to imagine just a real British guy just like <laughs> seancing, just like, what, bruv? Go on. <laughs> What's that? What's that, then? He's a right fucking murderer, ain't he? Oh, bruv, he said he'd like to kill. We better get the fuck... Oh, yeah, I can't even... Whoa, go Joel. <laughs> I don't know where that went. <laughs> I can only do shitty old, like, old sailor Englishman. I can't do the bruv guy yet. I just got bruv. Right. He's a good murderer. Oh, I love that. <laughs> You're pathetic. It's not just the Washoe Club that they're talking about, though, because since it's Virginia City 2 Electric Boogaloo, we have to go bigger, stronger, faster, harder. For a double lockdown. The double <laughs> lockdown. We have to go to the old collar mine. God damn! And they're getting they're getting shown around by the owner of this mine, who is clearly just a grifter. But like, man, he clearly is so scared of getting sued, or has been already, <laughs> because all yeah. he he won't shut the fuck up about watching your head. He has this this surgical don't give a fuck approach to these boys because all he cares about is that they don't fall down a mine shaft or don't hit their head he does show them through this mine and aaron does get reasonably scared that there are black widows and other <laughs> actual dangers not ghosts yeah. Real dangers. And the way he acts like such a child when he's running away and he's like, get it, go, fucking move. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no. It's a freak. No, it's, it's going to kill me. Go, bro. Go stuck. And then we get like in the middle of this, yet one more eyewitness who tells another story that's just kind of nothing. She was in there looking around for ghosts, and she got sick and ran out and felt like vomiting. The, uh, a general theme is nausea and kind of head-spinny feelings. And in the mine, with limited oxygen and... <laughs> Not as long as the airflow is turned on, Joel. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Are you sure we should have turned the ventilation system off? Probably, uh... Dude, it's hard to breathe, not. man. Yeah, it is. I was just realizing that. It is, man. It's heavy in here. Zach starts talking about how when he was a little boy, I used to dream... Yet again, <laughs> I used to dream, dream about panning for gold, and I wanted to be a prospector when I grew up. And maybe, just maybe, I am a reincarnated version of one of the miners from this very mine, and I am home. Yeah, he's, he says that when he was <laughs> four or five or six or seven, 
or eight, or maybe 19, nine, ten, or, or eleven, <laughs> or thirty-five. Yeah, no, he was obsessed with panning for gold, which is maybe why he refuses to leave Nevada now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why he is spiritually locked <laughs> to the area. No, it's definitely not the. Re- it's not because fucking Vegas is the only place he belongs. <laughs> no, certainly <Yeah>. not. <laughs> Well, speaking of a calling, Eric, I think we have to do a little Bible study right here. Oh, fantastic. It's been a while. Yes, but unfortunately, we're going to have to get agnostic with it because I'm reading from Nick Groff's Chasing Spirits. Yo! Fuck yeah! Nixticism! <laughs> Blasphemy! What's wrong with you, Nick? Nick, what's wrong with you, dude? Snap out of it, dude. Y'all remember his voices in my head saying, kill him, kill him, kill him. Oh, Nick, Nick, Nick! Oh my god! Nick, there's these glowing slow, they pulsating like looking orbs all around you. When it touches Nick, it's almost as if there's some kind of energy transfer. Nick, it just spoke. Come on, do it! Chasing Spirits on page 188, Nick discusses his own individual return to the Washoe Club before this episode. (gasps) What did he do in there to make all these ghosts so mad at him? Yeah, well, we're going to talk about it right here. (laughs) Oh, no. This may have been what set it all off. Oh, fuck yes. Context. I love it. (laughs) Nick writes, The Washoe Club in Virginia City keeps calling me back. As I've said, I feel some kind of personal connection with this place. The more I go there, the more I feel like I should go back. God, he writes so good. <laughs> the strangest experience I had inside the storied building didn't happen as part of Ghost Adventures. It happened during a paranormal event we held in town for our fans in October of 2007. One of the highlights was taking the attendees into the Washoe Club with us for a seance. There were about 20 of us sitting in a circle in the upstairs ballroom. EVP specialists Mark and Debbie Constantino were there, as was Janice Oberdeen, a longtime author and paranormal researcher who's been on a couple of Ghost Adventures episodes, who was quoted as a historian. And it, now Nick is saying that she's just a Ghost Adventure friend, just a oh, ghost whatever. Wait a minute. Zach isn't there? No Zach. No Zach allowed. Whoa. But you know who is there? Aaron. Aaron is there. Volvia. No. Everybody's favorite smooth mole man, Dave Schrader from Darkness Radio, was sitting next to him. I just imagine Dave Schrader standing in for Zach, and he's got like a spiky wig on. I I, I just would love to see Dave Schrader dressed up like Zach Beggins. Wearing one of Zach's extra shirts that's like three times too small for him. Yes. His mole body just hulking out of it. But he'd fit so well in some Jinkos. Oh, yeah. So much room for his long clawed feet. (laughs) The group took up the whole ballroom. We were all holding hands and getting quiet. I'm not usually one for seances, but I figured if I was going to try this, then I was really going to focus. I concentrated on my spiritual side. (laughs) Pretty soon, different women in the circle claim they're being touched. One woman says her hair was just being pulled, and another says she just got her hair yanked. Probably Vampire Volvia trying to separate the women from Nick. But okay. Nick's holding hands with a bunch of ladies and <laughs> tapping into his spiritual side. We... You said that you would only touch David. <laughs> <laughs> These women aren't even sitting next to each other. They're spread around the circle. Whatever this thing is around us, it's getting more aggressive. So you want to be a tough guy? Dave Schrader calls out. I jump in. All you could do was punch girls? What's up with that? <laughs> Quote. <laughs> Together, Dave and I hold hands. We look at each other. We nod and smile. We begin to spin around, doing a magical girl transformation as we both say in unison, why don't you do something to us? Pose, anime fingers to the side of the head. <laughs> Wait, 
Wait, wait, which part is real anymore, Joel? The, the part where D- Dave and Nick said in unison, why don't you do something to us? Okay, okay. <laughs> I took, I, lo- I look over at the hallway next to the ballroom, exactly where I'd been right before I caught the apparition, and I see a man standing there, leaning against the doorway. I know this <laughs> is in personal, my mind's kid. eye. <laughs> because he no one else coolest, is reacting to it. He had the coolest jacket on. Floor length. A big, long, rimmed fedora. Oh, yes. And all I could see was the glint of one tooth. A sharp <laughs> tooth. You're not far off. Oh, he no. kind of looks like the creepy old guy in Poltergeist 2. The black hat and clothes. No, when I see this man. figure... I feel like I'm going to throw up. My head starts sweating and the room feels like it's going to spin on me. I keep seeing flashes of this man, almost like a strobe effect, which means that Hatman was there to do some shilling for Benadryl. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, how's your head? Why don't you take a few of these? When seasonal allergies strike, it can feel like a storm raging inside you. Reach through the veil for Benadryl. It's terrifyingly effective. I'd buy that for a dollar. Things go crazy after that. Aaron is there. He refuses to participate in the seance because he's still a good Christian boy at this point. But apparently a clipboard that Aaron was holding is ripped from his hands and flies across the room. They all leave because Dave's getting hurt, he's getting sick, <laughs> and Nick says, this was the moment when I knew the spirits knew me there, and I knew them. I would be validated when Mark and Debbie Constantino went there for their own investigation years later. They captured an EVP that had my full name, even though I was hundreds of miles away at the time. So it was a no-brainer for us to go back and film another episode in season three. Oh my god bum, bum, bum. oh my god dude so so this explains why for this the remainder of this episode zach and nick are playing the who does the ghost hate more <laughs> and yeah. zach and- is so so like he i can tell he's fu- he's experiencing fomo He's mad yeah, that, he's that, mad. that Nick and Dave and Aaron got to go off with a bunch of hot fangirls mm-hmm. and do a seance together without Zach. That's what he's all butthurt about. Yeah, Nick actually opened the doors, and now everybody is mad at Nick, and nobody really cares about Zach. <laughs> the worst situation. <laughs> the worst for both of them. Everyone yeah. <laughs> hates Nick, and nobody cares about Zach. <laughs> Which I think is a perfect setup and segue as we get into the lockdown of Washoe Club and the Collar Mine. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. No! Holler mine first, baby. Legitimately, one of the scariest things they've ever done, and also the dumbest. Yeah. And one other thing, you got a ventilation system that runs in here, right? Yeah. yeah. Can you cut that off so that we can, uh, I don't want to have any audio contamination whatsoever. It might be risky. We should be okay, right? Seriously? Stupid. Okay, so I get it, right? This is the kind of thing that I would be mad at them about if they hadn't done it. Uh, But also hearing that they are going to shut off the air system in the mine is kind of crazy. And Chris is like, are you sure about that? And Zach's like, we're only going to be in there for four hours. That should be fine. And Chris is going through the all of the legal documentation he had them <laughs> sign like where it absolves them of all all liabilities <laughs> yeah, yeah. like sure I'll turn it off whatever yeah he's like all liability all right I'll shut it off man I'll lock you in there I do get a copy of this <laughs> tape afterwards if you it when you come back out cuz you're going to you're totally going to be fine 4 hours totally I'm going to have you you sign here that says that if you all do perish I get your show. 
right? Yeah, you should have read the the fine print that <laughs> he gets full rights to the name and likeness of Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, and Nick Groff. Yeah, should they die in the mines? <laughs> Just scuttles in there and starts making masks out of their faces after they've died. <laughs> No, he just he just knows that it's it's been ten years since the last feeding, <laughs> and the creatures in the depths are stirring, and they need meat, pink meat, meat for my quiver. <laughs> they go in, they get locked down. The air is turned off, and pretty much immediately they t- complain about how hot and claustrophobic <laughs> yeah. and hard it is to breathe. Yeah. Oh, and Zach has a brand new device. Uh, the laser pointer. (laughs) Yeah. Did you notice how excited Zach was to use his laser pointer to point at Mm -hmm. a map that was within hand pointing distance? Uh, Hey, it's it's high tech, baby. So funny. Well, Eric, the premise of the episode is that they were rank amateurs when they came last time, but now they have the might and they've got laser pointer money. They don't even have to use their fingers anymore. That is for amateurs. Yeah, who wants to touch a map when you can (laughs) when you can do even more and hold up a light? (laughs) A laser pen. Oh, so funny. It's like, it's just these little bits that are just stretching the bed, the budget, just stretching the budget a little bit. He's like, "Uh, yeah, but like another like uh, 30 bucks so I can get a little laser pointer. It's, it's corporate America, baby. You always have to spend your yearly budget and you have to justify asking for 10% more every year and sometimes that's buying a laser pointer to be used in one episode to make you look like you're fancy (laughs) and not with fog to find ghosts oh yeah the fog too expensive honestly and also with the ventilation system broken if they put fog in the mine that would have probably been it (laughs) that would be so sick this whole section is one of my nightmares as they're going down and down into more and more cramped quarters. And the fact that Aaron is not wrong to be afraid of poisonous animals that live in this mine. <laughs> yeah. Because they certainly do. <laughs> the The tension is broken up a little bit by, uh, as they're running out of air, Nick drops a classic bunker boy line. <laughs> As he says, I keep hearing one of those picks that they pick into the ground. (laughs) You know, that's shaped like an axe. I just don't know what it's called. An axe for picking. You know, when you you take a pick and you you pick at something like a toothpick, but for the earth and the ore. (laughs) Sometimes you use, you put that down and you use a long spoon. (laughs) And you use it to shovel with. Yeah, you know. <laughs> One of those things. Dude, hey, you know what, man? It's all good. I My brain is a thousand percent at Nick's level tonight. I That, that is where I'm at. I, I cannot form words to save my goddamn life right now. I mean, not only that, but these boys are depriving themselves of oxygen in not an oxygen-rich environment. <laughs> Yeah, I I would first of all be peeing a lot because this is scary to me. Yeah, but also not being able to breathe or stand up straight is going to play tricks on your brain. Yeah, although I think Nick is just a bucker boy and I think he's used to the tunnels. You know, it's a great way to make sure you have plenty of oxygen is to light some fires. <laughs> I love that. I love, I love, that is almost a record scratch moment where Zach's like, yes, we need to light candles because that's how they used to see down here. At, and as the fire burns up the oxygen, it just like record scratch and then the, the bulletin comes up below. At this point, oxygen levels were at 20%. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There should be an oxygen counter like when those fucking billionaires died in that fucking sub <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is a moment that you would see on like a mind safety video where the, the person who's running yeah. this class pauses it it's like all right can anybody tell me what's going wrong what did zachary decide to do wrong show of hands who who thinks that this is advisable 
Oh, no hands. Okay. <laughs> so we're let's gonna see what's we're gonna see what happens in twenty minutes, and they're just like blue and passed out <laughs> on the ground <laughs> as the candles flicker out. Also, like candles, really. I'm pretty sure they all had those fucking like headlamps with the little flame in them. No, they didn't do candles. It's not. It's not a Scooby Doo haunted house. They didn't use candelabras. Oh my to god! To go into the dude. mind. Shaggy, Scoob, Zoinks! Let's see, old man Humphreys really is. Nick does ask a dumb question, and they get an EVP that says "Help," and then mm-hmm. they bust out the spooky speaking spell. <laughs> And Frank just has to come through to tell the story about how he fell through the <clears throat> stairs. <clears throat> now, yet again, Joel, they they leave it up to Zach to, uh, without a script, describe what this fucking thing does. And <laughs> yet again, it sounds so stupid coming out of his mouth. I'm go- I wrote it all down verbatim. Here we go. Do it. <laughs> This device has a word database in it, and, uh, you can only hear the words, um, when the energy in the environment is shifted or changed. Spirits can figure out very easily how to manipulate this word database and exert different levels of energy to choose their exact words (laughs) to communicate with us. It makes no fucking sense no it 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 is really stunningly bad (laughs) if we can't as human beings hold one of those objects and get it to say whatever we want to say with our thoughts why can spirits do that okay so we debunked that there guys good job they leave but uh both of their static night vision cameras get pretty interesting sounds Yeah! Okay, so, like, they get this strange noise that continues from one static cam to the next and changes volume, and it's it's only compelling to me just because of how weird it is. It honestly does sound almost like a minecart going by and things slightly digging. (laughs) It's interesting. I don't know what could have caused that sound i mean echoes act very strange in a tunnel and they can kind of reverberate and cause like a looping sound which if you've ever spelunked at all it's spooky i have not because i'm not that kind of white person where i'm just out there fucking with nature well all i all i've ever done is gone into like a lava tube with my high school um, but we did, we did <laughs> okay. end up like getting pretty in there and the way sound moves in a, in a fully like encased tunnel is very odd. And it sounds kind of like this, the way it goes, it, it starts at one X cam and then like 20 seconds later, you hear it on the next X cam, but louder is mm-hmm. pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting stuff. I will tip, tip, tip my cap to that. (laughs) Pretty good. It's pretty, 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 pretty good. That leads us into the second part of our investigation at the Washoe Club. Before anything can happen, as Zach is trying to set everything up, they get a super audible voice. Zach starts doing his whole, like... Sid 6.7, like, talk about, like, how much of a rush. (laughs) It's such a rush to, like, really get in there and, like, check out these ghosts because they were people once like us. Yeah, when you're dealing with ghosts, you're dealing with people from a long time ago. Very profound. So after he finishes this, they do get a clear man speaking. And... It sounds so much like someone in the wall, like in the building next door. It's so clear. It's an old West town. There's a, it's a tourist attraction. They can't lock down the entire city. It's one of those things. It's, it's like back in Moon River Brewery where it sounded <laughs> yeah. like a drunk woman being told like, nah, I got fucking don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah. But they they do start going around and they start to smell. It smells like cigar smoke. And they're all like, oh my God, it does. And they're like, this is associated with one of the ghosts that attacks women. And then Aaron asks them forcibly to show them who they are. And they get a what sounds like something thrown. Mm-hmm. And Aaron <laughs> runs so hard that he hits his leg on something and starts doubling over. Dude, they are the soccer players of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Aaron runs as fast as he can, jumping and hopping away, and he hits his leg on a on a chair and he goes, Oh, I gashed my leg open. <laughs> Yeah, and this is another moment where the safety video freeze frames. They're like, "All right, class. Uh, so, what did Aaron do wrong here? <laughs> um, he ran from the ghost when he's supposed to be a professional ghost hunter. Yeah, and you know why you don't run from things in the dark? Because it's dark and you can't see where you're going. <laughs> okay, he quote unquote gashed his leg open. <laughs> Aaron, show us your gash." Let's see. <laughs> Let's fucking see it, Aaron. <laughs> show us your gash. Come on, love. Open it up. Show us your gash. <laughs> show us your minge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty funny if he just, like, hit. It wouldn't be very funny. It'd be kind of funny if he hit his femoral artery and, like, just started spraying blood all over Zach and, and, and Nick. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe. I don't know. Funny for a minute. And then it'd be really, really sad. <laughs> it'd be really sad. <laughs> Why me? Why? They pull out the, the, the uh, spirit radio next. This is a point of confusion. It's not a spirit radio. It is just a white noise machine that is not cycling through radio stations. Are we sure? Yes, 100%. It's just white noise? It is just white noise. Huh. And it sounds horrible. I'm very sad that this device is there because, man, even if they were getting voices and they claim that they do, you can't fucking hear them. Mm, I don't like it. The only voice they get is somebody that says, help, listen. Help, listen, and trouble which basically is Navi from Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And listen. listen. <laughs> so <laughs> Zach finally got his fairy and he's a big boy now and he can leave the forest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because Zach says, oh, it sounds like me, but it- no, <laughs> it sounds like a fairy. <laughs> Yeah. Aaron was the first person to say it sounds like you, maybe to accept that idea, and Zach just agrees with it because he's yes Andy, but so maybe this is Aaron subtly burning Zach again to try and associate him with a girl, even though it's not a good burn. Yeah, it's not not the first time. Ooh, Zach's just like a girl, dude. (laughs) You know the first rule of Gak is no girls allowed. (laughs) No girls allowed in this tree fort all right it's just dicks and balls no labia boom (laughs) dicks balls and ghosts man (laughs) (laughs) orbs orbs and bros orbs and bros bros just orbs spelled backwards bro (laughs) brorb brorb (laughs) (laughs) so the most cursed part happens murderer mark constantino comes in with awesome victim debbie we love debbie they do a live evp session and mark asks what are your thoughts about being back and they get we're not scared of them and then they ask how many are you and one says "Ah, better not I better not say. (laughs) And then they ask, did you follow Nick home to scare him? And they get, yeah. And then never. (laughs) Getting a little conflicted here. The the, the ghosts uh, used to be scared of the Gak, and now they're not. They did follow Nick home, but no, they'd never Never, never. They would never do that. They're just kind of coy. They're just being kind of cute. Zach has to stop the whole thing. 
bring the whole investigation to a screeching halt because he wants to show his arms to Debbie. <laughs> Yes. Whoa, 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 guys, guys. Oh my god. Look at this. Look at, look at, look at, look at. They start moving into the room where they got uh, all those EVPs that were saying, you know, fuck Zach and Nick is, has a tiny penis or whatever the EVPs say. <laughs> and, and, then, and then they're like, oh, we are getting it. We are getting the goosies. We are feeling it. And that's when an orb flies out of Nick's neck. But I think it was flying out of his pants, up his shirt, and out the out the neck hole because we all know where the orb party is. But I think temporarily, at least in this location, the orb prom for Nick is canceled. <laughs> because right after that, after the orb flies out from his butthole and it goes up his back and before shoots out continue, from his head. Before you continue, I do have a little theory. Tell me. I think that Nick just has really, really bad dandruff. And that's why we keep seeing orbs flying in and around his head and his butt and his body. And maybe he's just he's just exuding a lot of skin flex. It's, it's either dandruff or it's hair product that is is schlepping off because he's sweating so it's just coming off in little chunks flying off in little bubbles <laughs> yeah sorry continue or prom is canceled and right after that they get two evps that say <laughs> nick go home on debbie's and i hate nick on mark that shit is so funny. Nick's cum button must have started playing closing time and because the prom <laughs> is canceled. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. And Zach is so fucking amped, dude. Because first, first, like, he hears this where it's like, Nick, go home. We hate Nick. And Zach's <laughs> like, oh, see, they fucking hate you, dude. Like, if I were you, I'd be shitting my pants and fucking running out of here like a little bitch, you know? Because that's what I would do if I were you, Nick. Because yeah. that's what you are. Zach says, yell his name if you want him out of here. And they say, Grah. How's that feel? Man, I would not want a person with that voice saying right. my last name. All right. Yeah. You guys want to move on? Because mm -hmm. I do. There is this perfect shot of Mark and Debbie and Zach and Nick. And when this fucking drops, the look on Zach's face is like the most childish winning of an argument grin. And mm -hmm. that's when he goes... Yeah! What's that feel like? <laughs> he won the argument. The ghosts hate Nick more than him. Yeah, and Zach sees his opportunity. He he thinks that this is finally time to coax the orbs to his own orb prom. And he's starting <laughs> to feel them and, and touch him. And they're, he's, they're beckoning him to the prom. And Nick tries to wingman for him, but Zach shows why he'll never be the king of orb prom as nick is like yeah go talk to zach go attack zach zach goes full wiener after all of his bravado and just says don't put all that on me yeah Doom. yeah yeah Doom. don't stop it Doom. don't put it on me girl don't put it on yeah. me girl no don't <laughs> and then the orbs that were about to fly up his butt fly out. He feels the shirt tug as they're like, oh, my God, no, fuck this guy. Never mind. Never mind. Lame. Never. This party's fucking over. I'm into leaving. This place is Bummerville. <laughs> Huge bummer. F*** you. I'm going to f*** home. I'm going to get a milkshake. Nothing really happens to Aaron. All he got was like a rock thrown at him because <laughs> they don't want to talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fatty, get out of here. Get out of here, fat boy. <laughs> fuck. They're just like, fuck Nick. Fuck Nick. The worst thing that happens to Aaron is he feels drained and they get an EVP that says, it's only me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, bro. It's, yeah, that's me. I'm uh, just draining you a little bit. Yeah. 
That's just I, me. You're probably wondering how I got I could tell you had all this excess energy from eating all these nuts. Bro, I'm going to need to borrow some energy so I can tell your friend to just suck all the dicks possible. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, man. S- speaking of sucking, uh, mm. they send Nick back to the room where they caught the full uh, body apparition. No apparition this time, but they get what they say sounds like a demonic noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meh. And then there's like a, uh, uh, their X-cam picks up a mist figure, quote-unquote. A, a very weak mist. I did not, I didn't see it. <laughs> On the mist power level, this is, this is just the tiniest little fart. Just like, poop just cut off of the groff and Nick getting yelled at because it's way more interesting is a way more interesting note to end on than Hey, we sent Nick back into the room and nothing happened. And this mist sucks. <laughs> Don't end on that. Yeah. Now I'm bored. No. I'm leaving bored. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure. I'm out. Get out. I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. Well, Eric, how did you find this episode? What did you think of Zach's secret shame? One of the many of our shames that we have uncovered for him. After La Palaza, I built up an expectation that these Mm -hmm. lost episodes were going to be some of the best. Because La Palaza was so good. Yeah, on the mountain, top five episodes of all time. Yeah, and then and then after that, we had the return... To Goldfield. Goldfield, fuck! And that one was so good, too! And I was like, why? Why are we losing these awesome episodes? And then we get to this one, and I'm like, mm, this is one where I will buy it. That they, they, they pulled it from airing because it so heavily involves Mark and Debbie and implicates them as terrorists for the uh, the other side. <laughs> that's that's the main thing. I think this episode didn't didn't remain mainly because this episode shows fully and clearly that the GAC is not a force for good. They are not the Ghostbusters. They're not helping ghosts go to the other side like Haley Joel Osment. They're not doing shit. They are only making ghosts more angry and more intense. They are a catalyst for ghosts. I'm with you. I was really excited because I always love digging up Zack's skeletons to show to the world. I think that is oddly one of the best <laughs> services this podcast does other than general laughter and tomfoolery <laughs> is that we find these interesting cultural artifacts and talk about them because as weird and dumb as this whole industry is, Zach Bagans is a huge part of it. So all of this is a interesting portion of the story of how the GAC came to be. So it's nice to talk about, but it's a bad episode. Not very interesting. I I love the concept of ghosts being mean to Nick. That's really what we got out of this episode. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the best part. And I really want to know what happened that night with him and Dave. I mean, beyond just him and Dave Schrader showing up anywhere. (laughs) Honestly, no, I'd leave it at that. Like Dave Schrader and Nick Groff come into your house and start yelling at you. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be pretty fucking pissed. Well, hey, speaking (laughs) of being mean. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's time for us to do our own little roast as we challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. We now know for sure that Zach is a cowboy kid at heart. Uh-huh. He he yearns for the Old West. Oh. It's why he's drawn to places like this. He wants to put on the hats and the boots and ride out on a horse and pan for gold. It's what his soul cries out for. So... We set up a little surprise for Zach. We wait till it's his birthday. And we, through various means of subterfuge, get him out to an old abandoned gold mine. 
Oh, and what's this? A pan-year-old gold sluice is set up for him, and all of his friends are there to cheer him on? That's right. We put him in a big cowboy hat with the biggest skull hat band on it, a bolo tie, some real good shit-kicking boots, and we let him loose as the water flows down as he gets to pan for gold, pulling small bits of gold out of there. And we get to see the childlike glee of him and Aaron, his closest and oldest friend, <laughs> dressed in overalls and no shirt like the little country bumpkin he is to enhance the whole effect. Oh, and you know that if he sees any shining he's gonna let out a yeah yeah oh yeah. that's every every small little chunk that comes by he's like oh i'm so excited just oh look at this tiny little chunk of gold he's having the time of his life but the gold eric it's there's just small little flakes it would just make his childhood dreams come true to hit it big <laughs> but as he as he thinks this one of us calls him away you know, it's a hot day. He's got a lot of cowboy <laughs> paraphernalia on. So he's going to need a little lemonade to quench his thirst. And that's when we spring the trap. A flood of woe dudes begins to emit from the sluice. And Aaron is doing a gold dance. He holds above his head a fist-sized chunk of gold that Ooh. one of us slipped in right <laughs> as Zach turned his back. And then Zach sees it, Eric. The smile on his face giving way to wide-eyed, unfettered desire. Almost as though the goal is singing to him. It's already precious to oh, him. Oh, no. <laughs> he comes to Aaron and through a strained smile, he says, Give us that, Aaron, my love. <laughs> and Aaron holds it to his chest and, Why should I give it to you? And Zach says, Because it's my birthday. <laughs> And I want it. And he tries to grab it playfully at first. But Aaron slaps his hand away. And then a fight ensues. And before Zach knows it, he's straddling Aaron, his hands wrapped around his neck. And Aaron's face is locked in grouper mouth as his life is choked from him as the drums in the deep build. And Zach realizes what he's done. And he takes the gold, his precious, and scampers into the abandoned mine to the horror of his collective group of friends and family. Never to be seen again only to yes be seen again joel oh no i'm going to let zach marinate in this pain for a while given unnatural long life from the <laughs> <laughs> the hatred infused in the gold that's when we get a flash forward it's many years later and we have a pan around of a group of people sitting in a circle and it's time for Zach to tell his story at Ghost Hunters Anonymous. <laughs> because Zach, he's got dark circles under his eyes. He's aged rapidly. He's looking so old. His hair, it's thin. His muscle mass, it's barely there. His skin is no longer a light, beautiful cream. It is now a peaked gray sallow he's been drained of all that he once was and now <laughs> it is time for him to take the 12 steps of redemption oh for the <laughs> i'm going to set zach up with the 12 step program <laughs> popularized by alcoholics anonymous but we're going to <laughs> apply it to to zach specifically because zach has so many ghosts to apologize to for how bad of a ghost hunter he was. <laughs> so first, he has to admit to himself and to everyone in the, in, the, in the group that he is powerless, powerless to being a douchebag to ghosts and that his life has become unmanageable. Yeah, this is true. He is has been spending the last decade or so in a cave eating like spiders and just <laughs> talking to his chunk of gold that he killed his friend for. Yes. Yeah. And so he's already taken that step. That's step number 2. He's come to realize that there is a power greater than him, and that is his greed for gold 
and fame. <laughs> Number three, he has to make a decision to turn his will and life over to the gold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, filled it. Fill the gold. <laughs> he must admit to the gold chunk and to himself and to all the other people that he has done wrong. He must re-investigate every single location he has ever gone to. Golden hand, weak of will, and he has to prostrate himself to every demon, ghost, or witch or warlock he has ever turned to sorrow. Yes. He must go back, relive his entire li library of episodes, crying and apologizing. I'm sorry for mocking you, cutting my wrists in the <laughs> bathtub. I'm sorry I made fun of your whore juice. It's so much more. It is him alone with a big camera crew. That's right, yeah. Joel. It is the it is the opposite of the ghost adventures. It is the ghost apology tour. Twenty five seasons worth of locations. And we know what the last <laughs> one's going to be, Eric. Yeah. It's that that abandoned mine in front of that gold sluice. <laughs> it's gonna be he has to go back to where he murdered Aaron. And he, he puts the gold <laughs> on the ground and the spirit of Aaron transcending the other side, parting the veil. And Aaron just looks at him and says, not cool, dude. <laughs> is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Eric, I had a good time with you tonight. I love you, buddy. Hey, I love you too, my guy. My fucking guy. You know what? Now, which is the Warlocks, we get a back-to-back -back double feature because we are going to next week talk about Season 6, Episode 6, Return to Vi Virginia City, Part 3. And this time, we'll see if Nick gets just slapped across the face. Maybe Aaron will be included? <laughs> Probably Zach is still not invited to Orb Prom, but no. I am excited to see why this one is allowed to be on here and the other one, well, I probably should because dead Debbie. We Debbie. know. We know. Yeah. We know. We I am excited <laughs> to see what it is. Witch and Warlocks, thank you so much for staying with us. We love hey, you. Yeah, we, we can't believe it. <laughs> I'm so ready for our apology tour. <laughs> we don't have too much. We probably have plenty of apologies. <laughs> but I'm really excited for the future. We're, we've got Christian Stewart's gay ghost hunting show coming up. We've got more Conjuring Kesha maybe we could talk about. We've got the hidden trilogy of the live ghost hunting experience mm -hmm. at the Trans Allegheny uh, <laughs> Asylum, which is controversial for many reasons. Controversy! So if you want to keep getting that tea and that controversy, <laughs> join us next time. Uh, we shit. love you. <laughs> hey, we love you guys, and I love you, Joel. Love you too, Eric. Bye. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right all you witches and warlocks thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it you can find us on spotify itunes instagram and twitter at cfm itd you can also join us on patreon at cfm itd for exclusive content like our continued paranormal challenge series come fight me in the dark after dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod and other exciting new content we come up with send us an email at come fight me in the dark at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>